This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 11, 2023. This week in security news. On 10 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters around the world. Most important for this report. On Friday afternoon, Alert USA subscribers were informed of the shootdown of what the White House and Pentagon are referring to as an unknown high altitude object flying off the coast of Alaska. Here is John Kirby, Coordinator for Strategic Communications at the National Security Council, making the reveal during a White House press conference. So I can confirm that the Department of Defense was tracking a high altitude object over Alaska airspace in the last 24 hours. Out, uh, the, uh, the object was flying at an altitude of uh, 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. Out of an abundance of caution and at the recommendation of the Pentagon, President Biden ordered the military to down the object, and they did, and it came in inside our territorial waters. Now, those waters right now are frozen, but inside uh, territorial uh, airspace and over territorial waters. Fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command took down the object within the last hour. Shortly thereafter, the Pentagon held their own press briefing during which the announcement was made. Here is Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder. Uh, So first of all, to add to information already provided earlier by the White House, at the direction of the President of the United States, fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command successfully took down a high-altitude airborne object off the northern coast of Alaska at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today within U.S. sovereign airspace over U.S. territorial water. On February 9, North American Aerospace Defense Command detected an object on ground radar and further investigated and identified the object using fighter aircraft. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. U.S. Northern Command is beginning recovery operations now. U.S. Northern Command's Alaska Command coordinated the operation with assistance from the Alaska Air National Guard, Federal Aviation Administration, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose, or origin. The object was about the size of a small car, so not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4. Separately, U.S. Northern Command continues their recovery operations in support of the recent takedown of the Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon. Recovery teams have mapped the debris field and are in the process of searching for and identifying debris on the ocean floor. Debris that's been recovered so far is being loaded onto vessels, taken ashore, cataloged, and then moved onwards to labs for subsequent analysis. While I won't go into specifics due to classification reasons, I can say that we have located a significant amount of debris so far that will prove helpful to our further understanding of this balloon and its surveillance capabilities. Brigadier General Ryder goes on to explain that the aircraft used in the shootdown was an F-22 flying out of Joint Base Elmendorf in Alaska and employed an AIM-9X Sidewinder missile to take down the object. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, little additional detail has been released by the Pentagon, though ABC News quotes an unnamed U.S. official as describing the object as, quote, cylindrical and silverish gray and giving the appearance of floating. 
You can find more in this story in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Shifting over to Europe, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg was in Washington this week for meetings with top national security officials to discuss defense assistance for Ukraine in the face of new Russian offensives, as well as the rising threat of China. Here is Secretary Stoltenberg giving a roundup of these issues at a Wednesday press conference. Today we discussed the situation in Ukraine. Putin started this war of aggression, and he can end this war today by withdrawing his troops from Ukraine and coming to the negotiating table. But regrettably, we see no sign that Russia is preparing for peace. On the contrary, Moscow is preparing for new military offensives. So we must continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons it needs to retake territory and prevail as a sovereign independent nation. If Putin wins, it will be a tragedy for Ukraine, but it will also be dangerous for all of us. It will send a clear message, not just to Putin, but also to other authoritarian regimes, that when they use force, they can achieve their goals. That will make the world more dangerous and all of us more vulnerable. Beijing is watching closely and learning lessons that may influence its future decisions. So what happens in Europe today could happen in Asia tomorrow. China is substantially building up its military forces, including nuclear weapons without any transparency. It is attempting to assert control over the South China Sea and threatening Taiwan, trying to take control of critical infrastructure, including in NATO countries, repressing its own citizens and trampling on human rights, and deepening its strategic partnership with Moscow. So NATO allies have real concerns, which we discussed today. Ukrainian President Zelensky visited multiple capitals in Europe this week, making a pitch, in part, for Western combat aircraft. In a joint press conference on Wednesday, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak stated that nothing is off the table in terms of military aid to Ukraine, including fighter jets. Russian President Vladimir Putin threatened a response involving, quote, military political consequences if the UK supplies planes to Ukraine for use in the fight against Russian forces. On Friday, Russia conducted a new wave of missile strikes on energy infrastructure across Ukraine, cutting power to an untold number of people. Next up, in travel security news. This week, Alert USA subscribers were notified of three security messages from U.S. embassies abroad. The first came Sunday from the U.S. Embassy in Stockholm, Sweden, warning of possible retaliatory attacks by terrorists in the wake of recent Quran-burning incidents in Europe. The embassy urges U.S. citizens to use caution when going to public venues frequented by large numbers of people, including places of worship, as well as when in and around all diplomatic facilities. The second security message came Monday from the U.S. Embassy in Ankara, Turkey, cautioning U.S. citizens to avoid travel to areas affected by the catastrophic 7.7 earthquake that struck the south-central region of the country near the border with Syria. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, the death toll from the quake had surpassed 23,000 between the two countries. The third security message came on Thursday from the U.S. Embassy in Nairobi, Kenya, warning locations frequented by U.S. citizens and other foreigners and tourists in Nairobi and elsewhere in Kenya continue to be attractive targets to terrorists planning to conduct potentially imminent attacks. 
Terrorist groups could attack with little or no warning, targeting hotels, embassies, restaurants, malls and markets, schools, police stations, places of worship, and other places frequented by foreigners and tourists. Listeners are reminded that the nation of Kenya has been the site of numerous terror attacks over the years. The largest, most high-profile attack occurred in 1998 when al-Qaeda operatives bombed the U.S. Embassy in Nairobi, killing more than 220 people. More recently, there was the 2019 Dusit D2 hotel complex attack in the upscale Westlands area of Nairobi, which left 22 civilians and five terrorists dead. One American died in that incident. Additionally, Alert USA once again reminds listeners of two U.S. government-issued warnings on threats to the homeland, as well as U.S. citizens and interests abroad. The first is a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin warning that lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs, as well as foreign terrorist organizations, continue to pose a persistent and lethal threat to the homeland. The second is a U.S. State Department worldwide caution warning of the continued threat of terrorist attacks, demonstrations, and other violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests overseas. According to the cautionary statement, current information suggests that terrorist organizations continue to plan terrorist attacks against U.S. interests in multiple regions across the globe. These attacks may employ a wide variety of tactics to include suicide operations, assassinations, kidnappings, hijackings, and bombings. With this in mind, those listeners planning travel abroad should set aside time to strengthen the safety and security aspects of your trip. At a minimum, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. Do this regardless of your destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as security analysis and assessments often vary. Links to those foreign government sites can also be found in the weekly Threat Journal email newsletter. Finally, Alert USA also recommends U.S. citizens preparing to travel abroad take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information directly from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, helping you make more informed decisions about your travel plans. It also makes it significantly easier for the embassy to contact you in an emergency. All of this is easy, it's free, and could potentially save your life if you simply avail yourself of the resources. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive Homeland Security-related threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, such as those mentioned in this podcast, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 11th, 2023.